Hey guys, what's up? It's Lizzie Jane here. Today I had the pleasure of speaking with Delaware-based electronic producer Computer on the podcast today. He has had releases on Ganja White Knight's label Subcarbon as well as Bass Rush with a new EP this year. Do not forget to check out my newly launched Patreon where you can become an XO Patreon producer, ask my podcast guests questions, receive one-on-one lessons, exclusive bootlegs, edit packs, stems, and much, much more. And without further ado, you are tuning into this week's XO podcast. Okay, that's perfect. Wow, look at look at that. Oh, is that a cat or a dog? It's a cat. He oh, just the other day. You're beautiful. He's actually like the cutest cat in the world. You said you may oh, see my oh. dog make an appearance. <laughs> What is her name? Walter. Like Walter. Walter. Oh my goodness. That's so cute. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast to talk. Yeah, of course. I appreciate it. How's everything been? Um, pretty good. Can't complain. Uh, I just started um dating this girl recently, and I like haven't had a girlfriend in years. I know you post about her all the time. If I was that girl, I'd feel so so special. (laughs) Like, what's her name? Where she lives? Tiffany. Her name's Tiffany. Yeah, she's super cute. Super cute. Super she's a, cute. She's a chemist. She works at a laboratory. Wow. It's pretty, okay. It's, it's pretty fancy, actually, in my opinion. That's pretty fancy. That's pretty uh uh left. That's pretty uh like a high bar for dubstep producer. You know. Yeah, I should <laughs> be dating someone like that. Uh... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're good. No, that was supposed to be a joke. Uh, that, that, that went bad. Um, but that's sick. So did you guys meet over quarantine? Did you guys... Met, I met her on Instagram, actually, randomly enough. Like, one of my mutual friends posted a video of her. And I was like, hey, that's my girlfriend. I'm going to make that happen. I'm going to make that happen. That's yeah. gonna, oh, my God. So, <laughs> so... Does she like EDM or are we like dealing with someone who is so not involved or, you know, into EDM period? Well, she actually loves EDM. Wow. Her favorite artist is Marshmallow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, hey, that's better than like I'm having not like, like, <laughs> like, like John Legend. As, sure. as as like her favorite artist, you know. Um, I'm, she actually has these marshmallow socks that I've been wearing recently just to like get in the vibe, you know. That's great. Oh my God, I like your cat shirt. Thanks. That's really sick, actually. That's like a, like a, it, it kind of like accents you having the room so dark and then you have like bright clothes on. I'm like, all right. I don't know why it's so dark in here. Well, my walls are all they're all painted black. Like the entire house is black. So that's probably it, is, it is like dark in here, but I have the windows open and everything, but no, no, it's good. It's a, it's a dope shirt. So, <laughs> so you and you and Tiffany, uh, an Tiffany. item, an item, an item. So, so is Fresh. she, is she like excited to, I don't know. Does, is she excited to like go to shows with you or, or like events? Yeah, when she they asked start me to- about every other day if we're going to go to one. There we go. There we go. Uh, The the Pandora is almost over, though. I think it's it's a beautiful panorama that's coming to an end. It's coming to an end so soon. I feel like there's just been this huge shift in the last like 
month. Few weeks. Yeah, like literally a few weeks. And that's what I said because people were like, oh no, all these places are just going to like like gently open up and gently do this and gently do that. I'm like, bitch, no. The second that they see stuff starting to happen, the floodgates are going to open and we're going to be back to normal. It just takes one person to like basically, or not like one person, but like one show to happen or one artist to go play a show in a state. And it feels like, like you said, the floodgates just open up after that. People are like looking at cues. That's like basically how we've dealt the whole thing. You know, like we're just looking at other people and what we're supposed to do on this because nobody really knows what the fuck to do. No. And when you have like these players, like insomniacs and then like now disco donnie who are like okay like we're we're going forward like we're gonna fucking make it happen and like i get it it's it they are in predominantly states that have not like taken it as serious as possible but Mm -hmm. if you look at other states like california and 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 cities like chicago like all the cases are going down like we are we are on the down trick i i mean i understand it had to do a lot with the vaccine like thank god we had that because i think that's like the only saving grace America had, period. I was like talking to and that came out of nowhere, it seems came like, out of right? nowhere, dude. And it was like then it was like the two shot vaccine, and now they have the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. And I know Biden made a statement, I think like a week and a half ago, that by May 1st, every adult should be able to get the vaccine. Even in Ohio, I think it was right. on April 1st, every adult over 16 or every kid over 16 um, can get that. She works at the lab. She's a chemist and they're actually making a pill that treats COVID. So it's not like a shot or a vaccine. It's something to like, like later on that you'll be able to take if you get COVID to like reduce the effects of it. Well, yeah. Cause like the long-term effects seem very different and kind of scary for a lot of people because it just seems like it's, lingered on Mm -hmm. and even younger people who have contacted it and i've talked to people who've had it as well and it's like you you may feel like fatigue or like the headaches and like stuff like that just don't go away and like i know some people who haven't gotten their taste back but then some people are like perfectly fucking fine and and so it's just really interesting yeah i mean has she have they been working on this for a while or is this something that like has, has recently like come with the vaccine where they're like, okay, we need to start focusing on other stuff. I, I would assume they've probably been working on it for a for a while. Um, yeah. I don't know if she specifically does that. I just know that her company that she works for is working on that. They That's just had like a news, um, like it was on the news the other night that they're doing that. That's so, so cool though. That's like a game changer. If there was yeah. something to to help with like the back end effects or just like when you get it in general. But I don't know. It's it's fucking wild. How's the music been? How's the music um, been? Music? Music's been like weird, you know. I'm sure it has been. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um excuse me. I uh I actually had a like the girl who sang on my last two songs, uh Firewall and feel alive mm-hmm. she just came and visited me again she lives in salt lake city oh, nice. um and she came out for a week and we wrote like four more songs which is cool i'm excited That's about awesome. those um and i i honestly made so much music in the beginning of the pandemic that i'm like really proud of i think it's like incredible um I know that that fucking tune that Blunts and Blondes. I think he he played during his EDC yes, rave-a- not the Ravathon set or something. And you posted a video, and I was like, "Holy shit!" 
I was like, that is sick. That is so sick. But I, know, I mean, it's yeah, exciting. Yeah. And, and you had you, your uh, EP on bass, dro- bass Rush dropped during... In November. Yeah, in November. And then before that, you had an EP on Ganja's label, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, and, I did and, like back to back. Yeah. Yeah. And Red Rocks is in November now, it right? Is, yeah. Apparently... You never know. I you never know. I've like, that show four times now. I know, <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm surprised it didn't happen. I know they're just being like safe, rather safe than sorry, which is definitely like a good way to go, especially from like a consumer standpoint. But mm-hmm. I know Red Rocks is like ramping up to open like very fucking soon. They were like one of the first venues that announced that they were closing, if I remember. Maybe I was just like paying attention to it because I was like, supposed to play there yeah which is like a huge that's like a dream that was like anybody first, yeah like, let down of the whole thing i was like oh fuck this sucks but yeah it really is a dream i don't even know how it all came together you know it's just it's just the most beautiful magical. fucking venue yeah i mean we went there actually in november because well i was supposed to play in april of last year mm-hmm. and then on my birthday actually which would have been amazing oh um, my god oh and then and it would have been the three-year anniversary of Computa when I started Computa. So it would have been a special day. It still was a special day, but... It, it will still be a special day. Yeah. It'll um, be so like a, a a kind of like life marker point that you've made it through. Yeah, like... That's like the I other like it just like defines my artist career. Like, yes, I actually am a real musician who makes music that... Played at Red Rocks. Yes, exactly. Like... <laughs> um, but, so it was supposed to be in April and then of 2020. They delayed it to November of 2020. Um, we had bought an Airbnb in Denver, like me and all my friends, to go Same, do this. Yeah. Uh, we delayed the Airbnb to November for the show. And then they can't. They delayed that one too to the next April. So uh-huh. we hit up the Airbnb people. We we're like, we need you know to change our date again. They're like, well, you can't. And you already put the deposit down. So we had to go to denver in november well we didn't have to but we felt like it would be cool to just to get out of dodge you know what i mean and yeah go do that well we stayed at like the most amazing airbnb of all time I've i feel like i saw pictures really yeah. wow yeah i saw like a like a viral video on tiktok afterward my bedroom was like in the it was it was downstairs so you would go and it looked like there was nothing there you would open up this like secret war or door panel mm-hmm. and you'd go down into like there was a koi fish pond in the bedroom um what? like chinese scripture all over the wall uh there was a pool in that main bedroom just down the way like Holy it was shit. it was you have to like see it to like really understand that's like mansion vibes that's it, like it didn't even look like it though that was what was so weird it it looked like a normal house like a ranch yeah, but yeah. it was all underground where all the crazy stuff was. It made me have like really weird vibes. I felt like it was like some like old school sex dungeon or something like That's that. That's pretty wild. You know, like, like because the because the doors to the master bedroom could be locked remotely via magnets, so you couldn't get in there, and you had no clue that that place was down there, which was Holy really weird. Shit. But I had fun. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm still here. I'm alive. We made it. I through. only locked myself in there once. Oh my god. I'm just kidding. Uh, but I mean, like, that's a good escape though, considering everything that's going on just to be able to go somewhere. Cause like we have the thing where it's like, I'm like going stir crazy. Cause I feel like we just like 
aren't doing shit because it's Ooh. not worth to invest money to go do stuff unless you're going to a remote area with like significant other or like friends. Right. Because it's like, why would I spend money to go on vacation when I get there and I just have to do the same thing that I'm here, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. I can't go to the bars or you know restaurants and stuff of course like yeah but it's like i don't have a problem obviously with wearing a mask i have no problem with that at all i kind of prefer it that way i don't have to like show people my facial expression yeah (laughs) but but it's just like if you were to go skiing then it just like makes more wait times and it complicates everything and then you're paying just as much if not more so it's like you know at the end of the day you might as well just wait i don't know me and my boyfriend have really talked about going to tokyo to go to nintendo world i want to go there so bad so sick my my, i actually like one of my favorite things are roller coasters and amusement parks and yeah that was another thing that was really affected during the pandemic was Mm -hmm. like six flags was miserable when i went Dude, so I've never been to Six Flags. I love roller coasters, though. So, You've never been to Six Flags? I've never been. No. You live in Florida, right? I do live in Florida. But we went to Universal and it was complete shit. We asked for our money back because it was yeah. so bad. It's just like, yeah. that's just not what theme parks are like built for. You know, right. like you can try and you can be safe. But at the end of the day, if there's like 25% capacity at the park and I'm still waiting four hours to go on each ride and nobody's smiling and nobody's happy that you're here, it's just like, holy sense. shit, I'm in this like demented weird world where there's like theme park rides. Yeah, it's it was it's depressing to say the least, I guess. Like yeah. it, it doesn't make sense how it is there's less people there, but the lines take longer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's like, and it's like they have to wipe off each cart after the rides yeah, and all the rides, you know. Spray them down with like this stuff and then run them with nobody on them like three times. We're all just standing there like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you're just like, holy shit, this was like a day wasted. And yeah. even, and even like now, obviously, I mean, we all know what's going on in Florida. So we're like pretty back to normal. Everywhere is, mm-hmm. everywhere is pretty open. I, I appreciate that we at least still have like a mask mandate. So like mm-hmm. most most people I see are wearing masks just out of like considerations for others. That's how it should be. I'm probably pretty sure that the whole mask mandate thing is going to go away soon. But I would like to hope we'll wait until at least summer so everybody can have like the option to get the vaccine and everything. But yeah, like SMF is like full-fledged ahead. That shit is happening. I saw they announced that. I'm excited for that. Yeah. I, yeah. I actually went and visited um, Blunts and Blondes in November too. Oh shit! You were right a November. mile away from me. Really? You live over yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. I should have hit you up. Yo, but, you'll uh, have to let me know next time. I feel like he posted a picture of you, and I was like, "Damn, computers here!" But you were with like probably like Mike and Plasma and all them. Yeah, I was just actually I just I laid on Mike's couch the whole week. That's I just it. There just and watched TV. I was like, I'm I'm done with everything right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm coming. Da, 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 da. I'm coming to hang out. Ugh. So I mean, what's what's uh next for you music wise, if you can talk about it? Like what are some some dope stuff that you really want to do in twenty twenty one? In twenty twenty one Okay, my main goal right now is just to like get my like flow back mm-hmm. in creating all the time. And yeah, yeah. I think that like on the music making side, that's really what I want to do the most is just work more often, not mm-hmm. like particularly to do things, but just to be constantly being creative. Cause I feel like I can get more out of my music. If I just spent more time on it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've been making music for 10 years. So when I sit down and make a song, 
it just happens right then. Like it's yeah. just, I just work on it one time and then I never open the track again. Like it's just finished. I don't know like why or that's crazy. I know it's, it's very rare to like, for me to open up a song again. Um, That's amazing though. I mean, it's definitely like the decade showing though in like craft and work and all that stuff. When you like, did you always have the intentions of kind of going the electronic route, like bass music? Okay. Um, I didn't even like really care about music at all Okay. until I saw Well, no, I didn't care about music until I started listening to Nero in like 2000. Nero is my favorite. My favorite. Yeah, yeah. They're they're like the whole reason I make music. So I just like heard their music and I was like, yo, this is unlike anything I've ever heard. It was like actually really dubstep back then before Mm -hmm. they started doing like the pop records and shit like that. Um, I love the pop shit too, though. I love both of it. That's kind of like where I'm at with my songs now. I'm just like making those kinds, I guess, like the the poppy influence stuff. yeah, so just seeing that or like hearing their music, I was like, yo, I want to make music. Um, but I didn't like do anything like really. Uh, and then I went and saw Bass Nectar and then yeah, it like yeah. clicked in my head like what I would do with the music. I was like, okay, like I'm going to provide this experience for people mm-hmm. via like the, these songs, you know? So it all just came together between Nero and Bass Nectar. Um, neither of them artists anymore, but you know right right <laughs> nero will always be Dawn's though i listen to their like essential mixes all the time it's and the, they're just so good like the uh, essential mix the one where they open up with angst and then yeah go yeah that's the one. By Fox billion mm-hmm. wow right would, it i feel like they taught me how to dj just with that mix too like I knew both of those songs and then like hearing them come, I was like, oh wait, that's how you like, it just, they just helped me out so much. Well, I feel like you rarely see people DJ that way anymore either. Mm -hmm. Like the actual like art, cause there is an art to DJing and like, you've got like people like cod dubs and like people who do like routines, like, like, like subtronics and stuff. But I feel like that art of DJing has become like almost outdated and it's just such like, I am so sad because I went to see them. Well, they were on the lineup for, I think I was like 1918 EDC Orlando. And I just didn't know who they were at the time. And they did the whole live show. They had Mm -hmm. everything. And I was just like blown away. I was like, who the fuck are these guys? It was like my first rave. I was just like, what is this? I came from like, yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause I was like a metalhead. Like I was like total, like, rock music and then i i kind of got dragged to like a rave and then i was like oh this is kind of cool i guess but, i want to smoke weed on this podcast um if you are in a i mean yeah go for it i yeah, mean are I you card, so. yeah i have my medical card too oh my god okay. we should smoke weed together <laughs> <laughs> literally yeah Come dude on. go for it as long as that i'm still you know, you know who doesn't have their fucking medical card Michael. Um, does he? Well, that dude smokes so much weed too. He does. He's coming on the podcast next month for 420. And He's I'm like, and I'm like, the entire time. my managers are just like, say that the podcast was shot in Colorado. And I was like, oh, like maybe we could do that. But like, if they really wanted, I don't know how they could logistically come after us. I don't think it would be an issue. Yeah, they would never. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not that big of a not gonna get that many views that it would become like an actual problem i just know he got like like taken off of twitch because he was smoking while he was streaming 
Oh uh, yeah. Where does this? Um, do you put these up on YouTube? I put these up on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. Oh, <clears throat> nice. Yeah. So it's cool. It's we're good grown. though. Yeah, we're good. We're good. I think we're right. good because I do like. So I do like a Twitch premiere, which I'll do like tonight. I do that every like Wednesday, but it's just like using OBS and having it like. Just you podcast. just play it. Yeah, I just play cool. it, and then I like talk about my Patreon. So we can watch it tonight. Yeah, so we can watch uh, it tonight. You can tell Tiffany to tune in. <laughs> Tiffany, I'm on a podcast. Can you tune in? I would love to see her in the chat. Um, she will be. She but, likes. She likes watching Twitch. She likes watching Cray. That's like another one of her. Damn, favorites. she's she's like when I was trying to figure out the whole streaming thing. That's who I like looked to because I was like. Before we went into quarantine, I had never played a video game in my life. And now I've played like what? Super Smash Bros. like 500 times. And I have like all of the Nintendo. I can only play Nintendo Switch. I'm incapable of playing any other any Fair other enough. console. Um, I'm trying to get with the program. But I really want to stream. I tried Animal Crossing and I literally... I was... I was like, I was literally, I fell asleep when I was playing it, but that's what Cray plays. So I was like, do I stream Animal Crossing? Because I feel like I was doing a bunch of like production shit and like nobody gave a fuck. And it's like, nobody really cares that much unless you're somebody like huge. And then everybody does demo feedback. So I'm like, fuck this. Like I'm going to start streaming video games. So I've been like, getting my capture card and everything set up and I want to do like Smash Bros or like like Super Mario 3D or something. I don't know. Do Did you, you, do you play Switch? Super Mario 3D Land with yes. Bowser's Fury? Yes, we that do. That game is yes. so good. The it's Bowser's so Fury good. part is amazing. It's so I feel good. like the next Mario game, the real one should be like that. Where yeah. it's like a big open world that you unlock more and more. It's like, I oh, I'm love just gonna the hop open world right stuff, and I like Odyssey, the Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah, that that's was like a, a that's super a open world. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's my classic. boyfriend just got like all of them, and he's like, "We're just gonna play all of them." I'm like, yeah. "Okay, that sounds good." Because there's like, I think they made Odyssey too, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they did, I believe so, and because it's just like there's nothing. Like I can, I can make music for as like long as I want. And like, this is why I started the podcast, but it's like at the end of the day, like you have to have like a like brain break and balance. And it's like, like, we go to the gym, like go outside. Like it's cool outside. It's hot as fuck again. But it's like to have something else to distract yourself to like be good at is definitely, definitely key. Cause I was kind of like you where at the beginning I was like, Oh my God, we have so much time to write music. We're going to experiment. We're going to do this and that. And then like, Four or five months went by, and I was like, "Holy shit, we're like in this bitch, and nothing's yeah, happening." <laughs> I'm thinking about working at Applebee's, and I'm just kidding. <laughs> I saw that. Tweet. About that yesterday, I was like, was "Shut joke. the fuck up! Why'd you tweet that? Are you just getting frustrated? <laughs> I just, Are you? I, just, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. <laughs> you chose violence. You woke up and you chose violence. <laughs> I wasn't like serious when I started the tweet and then like halfway through it just seemed serious and I was like it okay, seems whatever. so serious people were like oh my god Rob don't do it don't stop <laughs> don't quit don't jump uh, Gasly was on there he was like oh I got oh, no. like advice from my dad and stuff I was like oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's been on some shit he's been going through some like life realization moments it seems Really? The, like what? The, Tell me about it. For the Twitter fam, he posted yesterday, and he's like, he's like, I replaced, I replaced anxiety with meditation, and something else with with practice, and and boringness with music, and and I was like, damn, dude, like you're getting your shit together, like that's good. That's he's got bars in multiple ways now, I guess. I guess I freaking guess so, dude. 
EDM Twitter's on one. It seems like it's getting better though. You know who just popped off on EDM Twitter? Well, okay. We all love Virtual Riot, but he has been going on oh. another level of Twitter recently. I'm not sure if you've been paying attention. So, he's just like he's like Elon Musk of EDM dubstep. He now. really is. Oh my god. I was literally just <laughs> I was literally just thinking that. Um, but I feel like because the show that he got heat for, which unfortunately was like at Ritz, that was like the one that like popped off. It was in December, like everywhere else was closed and we were like open and he played it. And like, don't like get me wrong. I, we have the same agent and, and I think the, the, the shitty part, I have to say this was like a disclaimer is when a lot of these artists are getting offers and like, you know what an off sheet looks like. I know what an off sheet looks like. Yeah. You're told the capacity, you're told the ticket sales, you're told X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like when you get an offer sheet that says it's going to be 50% capacity and that therefore is affecting your booking fee because of the capacity and you show up and the show is sold out at almost max capacity, that could be pretty fucking frustrating, yes. you know? And then, and then you being, because even though like hopefully people have like dug their heads out of the fucking hole in their ass and realize that there's more than the artist that happens for a show to take place. Right. The artist is the face of it. You know, the artist is quote unquote, why the people show up. Mm-hmm. So then for his face to get like thrown all over the show, I just feel like he was just like, fuck it. And he's like, I'm just going to make Twitter my troll place. And like, I'm just going to start shit and I'm going to pretend like I don't care. And I'm just going to like keep pushing forward and like do whatever. But like, he still gets crazy people who engage with him. It's not like he was like canceled. He just like has this like different approach. I feel like now, I don't know. I don't even feel like canceling is real. If you want to talk about that, I feel like. No, it's not. You get canceled when you reply to the people who are trying to cancel. That's what I'm saying. The moment that you respond to them is when you're done. You cancel yourself inevitably. Asshole the entire time. Yeah. As long as you just keep going and keep pretending like they don't exist, you're fine. It's when you give in to them, that's when you get canceled. People just want a response. Whether you're right or wrong. I'm not saying like, you know what I mean? Like, of course, people who do bad things, like, they should be punished for them. Like, that's the way the world works. But they don't. That's the way the world works, you know? Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. And, and it's, it's very, I think the biggest thing and why I feel like certain people got targeted like time after time is because they like tried to defend themselves mm-hmm. or they like tried to like engage, which like I'm all there for it. But you have to realize at one point in time that like people are just really fucking mad at the world right now. And you're not going to reason with somebody on Twitter. You're not going to reason with somebody on a text-based platform. That's a public platform where people like to like, create groups and like yeah, have you can only side. say so many words at once mm-hmm. and then you get cut off and that's that's the that's the point that the only amount of area that you have to make a point and that's not enough area to make a point no it's especially not especially in something as important as this like oh yeah oh you know, yeah like and it's sexual just... allegations or um you know the pandemic or whatever you know these are just like convoluted topics that need a bigger space to work in maybe i don't even think like I don't know. I feel maybe maybe they shouldn't even be addressed on social media like that. I just feel like I you see, and it's like I get it, but it's like it's so hard for me to like put 
I guess like the pandemic or like what people have been being called out for placed, you know, trying to get canceled for in like the same circle as like sexual assault. It's like, not I, that's all. like really it's hard. For me to justify. Oh, no, no, no. I know. No, no, I know. But like, that's where I see people like grouping these people together. It's like, don't like put X, Y, and Z artists playing shows in the same group as space. Jesus. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I don't know. And and it's just it's just interesting because I feel like I mean I don't think Space Jesus or Bass Nectar is going to come back. I don't think they're going to be able to make a viable comeback. But I don't know. They may. You know. I don't think that um, Space Jesus would be able to in his current predicament. Predicament. And it's always it's always I like I don't know anything. I just want to preface by saying that. No, I don't either. I'm just shit talking. I just. Um, like- <laughs> I I don't think that Space Jesus would be able to come back from what he's done and said like the response was the whole issue it seemed like again and then he released that fucking response and it yeah, like happened on women's to be day. women's day and you're like dude this or is taste. the worst time yeah. you can do this um on the other hand base nectar he could come back in my opinion he could do yeah. whatever he wants he he's like chris brown level of get away with <laughs> type shit you know yeah he's just not he's just like he's always been like good to his core and that's the way he like presented himself, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't He has those fans that really do believe that he is like a God. So. Yeah. Oh my God. He, he'll never lose that. You know? I mean, he was like really just the top of bass music forever. Mm-hmm. You know? Like he, he just, and, and my first, like it, going to see a, a bass nectar set at like a curated, event yeah, like that he's Atlantic done yeah like that. That, well that's where i saw the only curated event he's ever done and that was just like on a whole nother level like that was like his vision Where'd and like i went to that oh my god like 2018 yeah 2018 yeah, yeah. I was that one too. it was like base Atlantic city or whatever yeah. it was like with yeah, caspa um yeah. and it was just like I understood like his vision and I understood like why he was at the top. Like after that event, I was like, nobody was throwing shows like that at mm-hmm. all. Like, let's be real. Like they, yeah. those, the, the next like excision does now, but there's still something different between an excision show and a base nectar show. It's, there is a tangible difference. It's hard to put your fa- like your finger on it. Or like, I think a lot of it has to do with the community that he built. Yeah is what it was. It was like hardcore people who he could play like the worst set ever. And they would still be like, yeah, that was amazing. And I had such a good time because it was like, for some reason more than his set that made the whole thing. Was like the community. Yeah. Like, I don't know. He had a, he had a way of um, really like making people pay attention when he was on, even Mm -hmm. at festivals, if you know what I mean? Like he just really captivated the audience professionally and for like via the visuals that they were doing and his mixing style is also really unique too. It does remind me of like the old mix mixing style, like Nero, but it's mm-hmm. not at all because he's not DJing. He's, you know, yeah. playing live clips out of Ableton and stuff Ableton. like that. Very unique. That was how Skrillex actually started DJing. Really? Back in the day. Yeah. He was playing on like that. an MPC and just like triggering samples in an Ableton. Damn. That's fucking crazy. I've always like, because I have uh, just a live aspect to a show that I've been like doing and like MIDI mapping via Ableton. But really? it's always, it's, yeah, it's very interesting how, 
you can really do so much stuff in Ableton, like for a live show. But yeah. it used to be just like looked down upon a lot unless you had like a live instrumentation on stage with you. Cause then it's like, yeah. oh, you're not DJing, quote unquote. Well, I mean, I, you know, it, like my OG, like I said, my OG's inspirations were like Bass Nectar and Nero and stuff. And the whole reason I knew that Skrillex was playing like on Ableton was because I wanted to do the same thing. I learned how to DJ in Ableton mm-hmm. by like bringing the clips in. I learned, and I feel like that's how I learned how to use Ableton too. Like, cause I had to do a lot of warping and warping yeah. is one of the you know bigger parts of working with audio in Ableton. So like that taught me that, but um, I completely forgot what I was saying. DJing early days yeah. in Ableton. Uh, it's like follow actions, you know, about follow actions and clips. Yes. That something that you would never ever use while making music is so powerful, literally for like DJing and stuff like that. Like yeah. automating clips moving through and like timing up with bars and all that stuff. Ableton is seriously so, so powerful. What do you mean by, by follow bars? Just for people Fo- listening. Um, so in a follow okay, so there's, cl- there's two sides to Ableton. There's the side where you work with clips. It's like, it looks like little blocks everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then there's the timeline side where you would be working on a typical timeline. Like if you were like editing a video or it's like mixing versus arrangement or whatever in a line. Yeah. Um, well the clips, you could have anything inside them. You could have um, MIDI notes that fire a synthesizer, or you could have audio, a whole song, maybe just a vocal sample or anything. Um, well, these clips, usually they're triggered by you pressing play on them, but they're also smart enough just to be able to interact with the other clips around them. So if you click on one clip and set up a follow action, you can set, you know, after four bars of this clip playing, it could go to the next clip down or the clip to the right or left. Mm -hmm. And you can automate things like if you had, um, like a bunch of vocal samples for exactly, uh, or a bunch of vocal takes for example, that all had different effects on them on each channel. You could rotate through them after a certain amount of time. So the vocal always keeps changing, but it's still the same clip, you know? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. That's crazy. Ableton's wild. Have you gotten Ableton 11? Yeah, I did. I got it the day it came out. What do you, uh, what do you think? What's your, what's your computer review? So the vocal comping is incredible. Where, That's, that seems like the main yeah. thing that I'm interested in. Um, like I said, the girl who sings on my song, she came out and we, she actually, we have like a weird situation, but she, that was my favorite part of it. Absolutely. was just her recording. You could put a loop on, you don't even have to do anything. You just hit record and it keeps looping. And then you can see every single take and choose every little part that you want to use before I swear to God, it felt like I would have to record it and then it would be off by like five milliseconds. I'd have to move the whole thing into time and stuff like that. I don't know if that's because I got a new sound card recently. I got the, oh, okay. Whoops. <laughs> I hope I'm still here. Um, I got the Evo eight. I'm not sure if you've seen this one audio. No, I have not. Yeah, this is cool. It's like a four and it's got four mics and then two outputs. That's cool. Do you like it? Are you a fan? The best part about it is this auto gain feature. So you press that when you start recording and it does, it it, it, it has like some smart stuff going on in there where it can properly put the volume the whole time. So, you know, if it's like too quiet, it it takes care of that before it hits the DAW somehow, which is weird. That's sick. I like it. And 
it doesn't crackle like the like the scarlets. Uh, I'm not so, sure if you use a scarlet, uh, a focus right. I have an 18 input output focus right. I'm sure so that's I have like a just trash. Massive. It's massive. Like it's for like recording bands, yeah. but there's like 50 yeah, knives on the I front. really want to get the yes. I really, really, really want to yeah. get the Apollo. That everyone would be, talks about the Apollo. I don't understand why it costs so much money though. It costs so much money. This thing, this four in four out one was 180. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. they just came in and undercut the market. They're like, all right, well, let's just be the the sound the sound card guys from here on out. Damn, that's lit though. Especially if it's doing the it. job. Yeah, I was about to say, send me a link for it. Cause I really like I'll I'll keep this in case I ever do stuff with like instruments and stuff because it's worth it. But if that has four inputs and four outputs, I mean you don't really need much more than that, especially if you're you really don't. Nice and this it has a loopback feature too. I'm not sure if you use like uh discord a lot yet or i do i actually just hopped on the discord train about three weeks ago okay so dope you know that you can't like send audio from an asio device like your sound card into discord like you can't get the audio that you're doing into discord basically yes if you're screen sharing yeah with this you can because as an internal loopback so any sound that's coming out of it gets fed back into the computer like a microphone and then that would yeah that's super cool. Yes, it's it's really Damn, nice. That's sick. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, that's audio. Yeah, audio, audio stuff. Is there anything else with um, Ableton Eleven that was noticeable? The thing that I see people talking mm. about the most is the the vocals. Yeah, that was pretty much the main thing. I guess there's like a new spectral effect thing too. Mm-hmm. I haven't really dove too deep into it yet. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly just hype on the vocals. They, I think they changed delay as well, right? They like, yeah, they they took out like yo man and like a few of the audio effects that I think they had previously. I don't know. I was uh, talking with Emily Vampa the other day and she was like, I want to get, I want to get 11 and she's like, but where's yo man? Where's yo man? I'm like, I don't know. We'll just never be able to use yo man ever again. Somebody (laughs) said, yeah, your, your band, somebody made a rack for it. I don't know where it is. I think it's in the defier society page. Somebody made a rack to like recreate it with other audio effects. So there's, there's definitely a, a possibility to do it again. I think you can just go into your Ableton now, save Yo Man into your user library, and then open it in the next level. In the yeah, next level. or like make like a group with it, or like a rack with it, or something. Mm-hmm. And you should be able to keep it. Keeps, it. Like since that like device doesn't exist anymore in Ableton, it still has legacy support for it. So like when you open up an old project that would have Yo Man on it, it's still there. If you right click that delay or the chorus or whatever it is, Yo Man. You would hit upgrade and then you would lose Yo Man. So it stays as Yo Man. I'm pretty sure we're we're safe. We're safe. Yeah, I think we're safe because I use like the Live Eight compressor sometimes, and I feel like that's oh, really? like pretty. Yeah, I feel like that's like the pretty similar to using like an older audio effect. So I feel like it's definitely it's definitely possible. I'm trying to think, think like what did they take away in Live Ten when that happened? I don't think they took away anything in Live Ten. I don't know. I'm not completely sure, but, um, you're in Philly. You're in, where, where do you live? I'm in Delaware. You're in <laughs> Delaware. Right. How's everything going in Delaware? How's it, how's it looking out there? It's honestly so beautiful here. 
Yeah, I feel it's like really Delaware is very nature, nature friendly. It is. There's lots of like hills randomly. Um, I guess we're like kind of in the Appalachians or whatever. It takes me like 35 minutes to get to Philly though. So that's not Delaware is a super small state. You can drive across it in an hour or less actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I basically am in Philly and my girlfriend lives there. So I stay there all the time too. Um, nice. Basically my new home. I actually, she lives right around the corner from Zaya. Oh, Zaya? no way. Okay, yes, yeah. I do. That's cool. Oh, my good homies. Uh, I just can't wait for us all to, like, be back hanging and not mm-hmm. have to, like, worry about shit. I feel like we're close. I feel like I feel like by quarter, not even quarter four, like, I feel like by September, everything's going to be, like, back to normal. Like, the summer will be, like, a trial area, but I think a lot of shit's going to happen over the summer. I just don't think everything's going to... Like, everyone's going to be Gucci with it. But I feel like by, like, August or September, everyone's going to be like, fuck it. When I'm backstage at Lost Lands in that little tent area, looking around... I've never been, dude. Oh, you haven't been there? No, I need to... I need to go, regardless. Because I was like, I'm not going to fucking go until I get booked to to play. I'm, like, just, like, super bullheaded in that, like, facet. But, Mm -hmm. dude, I just... I may have to like pull the card and just go. It's so worth it. It's yeah. so worth it. The amount of like people I met going there was is incredible. Yeah. Um the I don't know. If you haven't gone, I don't even know what to say. Of course everybody loves it, but Yeah. The, I like if you know for someone like us like who's trying to advance their career and a lot of this is connections and stuff like yeah. that. There's no other festival I've been to that hits like that. Maybe, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's it. Like, just being backstage, you're surrounded by all of your idols. It's like, um, they have like this amazing, like, like, little area where it's like a big circle with tons of chairs and couches. Everybody can hang out in. It takes like five seconds to walk to the stages from that spot. It's, it's so cool. I can't wait to go back. Oh, oh, cause I know, like, I know I could like make it happen and go obviously like without having to like grab a ticket. But at the same time, it's just like, I just should, should go. Cause after, after all this, I'm like, dude, I just need to like go to a festival. Cause for so long I was just like, I'm not going to go to a festival unless I'm playing it. That's fucking bullshit. Like da 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 da. But it's, I don't know. I have this like thing within me where like, I need like a real like live music event where like, we're able to like interact with people. Definitely. It's going to feel so good. It is because, like, obviously, Florida has been open. Like, we all know that, but it's like it's it's not the same. Like, our venue kicks you out if you're not wearing masks. Like, like our venue actually has been doing like a pretty, pretty top, yeah, pretty top notch job, regardless of like all of the fucking hate they've gotten. Because you know we do keep it under capacity as well as making sure people wear masks, which is not happening at most venues, bars, or clubs in Florida right now. Yeah. Um, but you know, there there's artists like I saw Grizz post yesterday that you know he's just not gonna play a show until everyone's able to like do it without masks mm-hmm. and like like be together and like I respect that like I get that because like our our type of music and like festivals and clubs and music venues are not designed for you to have to be six feet away from one another and oh, be yeah, scared it's to like when touch. you're being pushed over by a On crowd top of people of each other yeah right <laughs> when there's when the when the show's been oversold and you can't breathe that's how it's supposed yeah those to are be. the most epic nights for sure those there's like people hanging sure. off the side of the walls and yeah do you go to so is delaware like are you like close to dc 
or yeah. not really. Yeah. 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 It takes- so like, do you go to eco stage and like all that stuff sometimes? I have been there. Yeah. Multiple. I actually, right. And the whole gang of people, last time I was there was to see Blunts and Blondes and Dion Timmer. Oh, um, yeah. That place is actually fucking sick too. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been there? Yeah. Cause I went to GW for a year when I was 18. Oh. So I was in DC for a year and then I went to Eco Stage there and I saw God. I think it was. I think I saw Dion Timmer and like fucking Bro Safari and like somebody else. Like it was like right when like Bro Step was like killing it. And and like I saw like maybe like Getter. Yeah, 2015 was when I graduated. Mm-hmm. So that would be the year. It was like fall of 2015. Um, but yeah, that that club's like pretty surreal. And then I saw Chami there, and that was pretty dope. Was it like a Chami and Mala show or was it just a Chami show? It was just Chami. I remember I lost my ID. That was not a good night. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, that was not a good night. And I was visiting. <laughs> I lost my ID almost a year ago and I still haven't gotten a new one. Oh, no. I mean... Is that bad or good? I, don't I know. mean, besides driving, which you should probably have it for. Well, I have a passport, you know? That's yeah, I mean, my identification. That, that's, very, that's very true. I have a passport, too. I remember when I played a show in Miami one time, I went to a gas station. I left my wallet on top of my car and I drove away and I lost everything. And that was on the way to Miami. So ever since then, I have my passport like hidden in my, my travel suitcase because I lost everything. But yeah, mine's just in the front of my book bag. Yeah. If I need to do something, I just go in my book bag and that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's the way to go. I also like, I never get carded for things anymore. I just, I think I have that like adult look now and I'm just, everyone's like, fuck it. Just go. I mean, I feel like you look at least 21. <laughs> I feel like it's the, I, I feel like it's like the facial hair. I yeah. don't know. I feel like I don't get carded anymore either. I do some places, but it's kind of cool. You're like, oh, I'm not getting carded. But then you're like, oh shit, you kind of look older than you, you know, mm-hmm. than, than it is to be 21 and get carded. But I don't know. Um, it was really interesting how I feel like Insomniacs is like starting to come into Florida and just like absorb it and like absorb all of the properties except for Disco Donnie shit. Cause like Ultra is like peace out. Like I don't think Ultra will ever come back to Miami. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, it was, it's very, it's just like very interesting. Like they still haven't offered refunds from what I hear to like most people. And then Insomniacs announced a festival like in May in Miami which is like pretty interesting. And then I think they have like... Was that, that like really big too. one that dropped with like... The big house and techno. Mm, yeah. And well. the abduction one is the other one. That's happening in April. They have like events every single month here now. I don't know. Pretty Insomniac does? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And like, I mean, they've definitely... that. They're just like adapting, which I like can understand. I mean, from what I talked to Zaya, like... Uh, maybe a few weeks ago and mm-hmm. she said that philly is still so closed and like everywhere where you guys are is still like very very close is that still true or like not really with the out like vaccine rollout um so like if you have a forward-facing building like where zaya works she works at this place called jb's it's like one of the more popular places in fishtown yeah yeah, like you can't do anything. If you're like a nice restaurant, you can't do anything. But if you're not that, if you're like a hole in the wall, that's going 100%. Yeah. I've t- 
totally walk by plenty of bars, um, restaurants, um, places in Chinatown that have not for a single moment of this entire thing closed down. Maybe yeah. for the first like month when we're all like, oh my God, we're all going to die. We didn't know um, what it was. People yeah. were like, oh shit, this man. It was like, closed then, that. but I mean, yeah, like there's everything's, it's all like open at 25% at least right now. All of Philly's streets are lined with like outdoor seating areas mm-hmm. um, that are all just closed in. Doesn't make, I don't know. I don't really get it all. But. That's what Sippy was saying. She was on the podcast the other day and she was like, the thing that I don't understand is why are you going to say outdoor dining's allowed? And then you put up makeshift tents outside because it's so cold and you're keeping people inside the outdoor dining and then they're just breathing on each other. And yeah. like, they're like squished in this like little thing because there's just been like a lot of stuff in New York where they've started to open up indoor places at like 25%, but they're still doing a lot of like outdoor stuff. And mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. I feel like the whole thing is just like this false sense of like safety where it's like, we're going to like try and tell you that like, this is the way to do it. But like under wraps, everyone's really just doing whatever the fuck they want. And no one's actually being safe. Definitely. And that was like the, you know, I saw that um, in the beginning. I was like, there's no way that this, if you have to spend two weeks without seeing someone, there's no way this will ever get better. That's never going to happen. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just like the way the country operates. And it could be different. Like, of course, if we live somewhere else, but it's not, and it's yeah. not going to change. So like, it was just like, why? I don't, I didn't, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cool. Cause like Florida has like given us the, even though I don't agree with everything our governor, governor has done. Um, he's at least given us like the choice, which yeah, I appreciate. To live your life. As yeah. To you like, are. to like live your life and like, you know, be safe. I don't know. I made like an analogy of it. It's like, I don't know. When I was in high school, we used to throw like the homecoming after parties and my mother would be there and she'd make sure that people didn't leave after they had been, you know, drinking and make Mm -hmm. sure they're like being responsible. And it's like, would you rather like let people do their thing and have people there watching to make sure you're wearing a mask and making sure you're social distancing? Or would you rather just close everything down and have people throwing massive house parties with hundreds of people and no, not one person wearing a mask. Cause yeah, like that, that's how I feel like California surpassed every state in cases throughout the whole thing. Cause they all just still did whatever the fuck they wanted to do. Yeah. It's so weird too. Cause like the way you put that, it's like, you know, you had parties when you're in high school, like someone could have got really hurt. You know what I mean? Really hurt. They don't know how to drink when you're that age. Like no. you don't know your limits or anything like that. The mindset to have that, well, like, you know, at least we're being watched and stuff like that. That's like the thing you got to realize is like the, the whole separation between these people, like in California, like they haven't had a moment of being able to do anything. It's been 100% locked down the entire time. So when they see your guys as 25%, they're like, that's fucking ridiculous, you know? Yeah. And it's just like the same thing. Like, a kid who never went to a party in high school sees, or, I mean, you know, a parent who would never let a party at their house, like yeah. seeing all that happen. And like, they can't even like comprehend that. Well, at no. least they're safe by this. It just seems like completely outlandish, you know, it's like, how, how do we, how do we manage the two type of people in this world that have those two different, like idea well, mindsets? <laughs> Neither of them are wrong. In my opinion, like, how can you, you know, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I agree. No, I definitely. I feel agree like I just that. grew up like a Republican, and now I'm a Democrat. Like as I got older, and I, I realized how the world works. You know, I am and the like, same way. 
Both of my parents are very conservative and Mm -hmm. I do have, I'm, I'm right down the middle. I have very liberal beliefs and I have very conservative beliefs. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think that Mr. Trump represented the conservative party. I think he's a party of his own. Yeah. Like I, I resonate with like the old conservative party and, and certain, you know, aspects there, but I am registered as a Democrat because that's who I resonate with more. And like, if you look, and if you look at us from like a, a worldly view, even our democratic party is considered conservative. Like right. in a worldly like sense, like Biden, if he was looked at by any other world leader, he's considered a conservative. And, and it's just, I don't know. It's, it's problematic because I feel like we have such a division right now that's yes. only getting wider. And it's, it's like, where are we going to go? Like, what's going to, you know, what's going to happen? Because I think as things open up, like it will get better. But the thing that I'm scared of is the second everything's back to normal, people are just going to forget this ever happened. And then it's going to happen again in like Mm -hmm. 10 years. It's going to happen again in some like way, shape or form. And I just like, don't want to get to the point in my life where we're looking back at at like this point in time saying, Oh my God, do you remember when we were bitching about having to stay inside for a year and like all of this stuff? And now we're in a much worse position because our actual like government system and the way that like our whole entire United States is kind of platformed off of the whole entire system is like corrupt and is not working. And it's like, you have to go past all of that. Like the two party system, the electoral college, all of this doesn't make sense anymore for the direction and like modernization that the United States has gone in. So it's like, I don't know, like I don't foresee it getting better unless an actual change comes within the structure of our government because the division between like the wealth gap, the educational gap, all of this shit's just going to get worse. Yeah. You're not wrong about that. Um, we're so stupid. (laughs) <laughs> we really are. Collectively. And it's like, I, I think about all of these kids that haven't been in school for two years, a year, year and a half now. And it's like, imagine being like 12 to 13 and living in like a low to middle low income house. And both Yo, of your parents I would have go home work. for summer vacation and forget how to write when I'd come back and fall. Literally. Like I'd be like, wait, what do I dot my eye? Like I'd forget things like that. How could you go two years? And now you're expected to like, if you're like at a higher income family, you're expected to learn off of a fucking iPad. Oh my God. If I was 13 and I had an iPad, I wouldn't be in class. I wouldn't be learning. Yeah. One press of the button away is YouTube. I I would be doing whatever the fuck I want. And then you have, you know, the other end of it where these kids either don't have the option to go to school and you know, their state's government isn't providing them with textbooks or an iPad or X, Y, and Z. And they're just not learning. Right. Oh, so it's like, and, and it's like, I even talked to, um, you know, my boyfriend's sisters and the ones in fourth grade and ones in sixth grade, and they go to a really nice, like public school and like a great area. And they're like, yeah, like all the kids are all over the place. Cause some kids just stopped learning and other kids went homeschooling and some kids are in school and some kids don't want to come back to school. And it's like, holy shit, dude. We know. have like an entire generation of students that are royally fucked right now. Yeah. There's never going to be a plan to fix that. No. Because it was already royally fucked before. Let's be it honest. was already royally fucked before. I think about like 
Do you do you ever just get mad thinking about school and you're like, why the fuck was I there when I could have been doing something else or like learning actual things that were going to help me in life? I mean, I get the principle of it, the principle of practice, the principle of homework. Like I understand those represent other things that you utilize in your life. Mm -hmm. But like, I just feel like I haven't used one thing I've learned in school or college ever, (laughs) ever. Like, Like, I feel like the only thing like, Maybe the, the, like you said, like the principles of it, like learning how to study, mm-hmm. learning how to learn things was useful. Um, but yeah, like after like addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division, anything from math from there on out is completely irrelevant in my life. Like I've Correct. never once, maybe a fraction I did, you know, but yeah. you don't even, you know, like history, like what's the point of learning? Okay. Obviously, I know the point of learning history. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, but like, I understand, but, like, but I get it. What is it's the like, point of memorizing dates like 1776? Like, or like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I get that those were like very important things and you, you don't know history. You're doomed to repeat it, of course. And like all those age old fallacies or whatever, or not fallacies or whatever, the pro- prophecies or whatever. But like, I don't know. Like, why would I, why do we, why did I learn how to do my taxes? Which is like the most important thing in the world. That's what I think. And it's like, you look at, I remember when we used to have like cursive classes to to Mm -hmm. do handwriting and all of this stuff. And, And even with the dates and everything, but now every kid in like any middle class to upper class school just has a fucking iPad. And they mm-hmm. have a laptop and it's like, they don't even need to know this anymore because they can just look it up at the, like the, the fingertips, like at mm-hmm. the, the touch of their fingertips is any bout of information. But it like gets to the point too, where when can you deem information credible and bullshit? You know, and it's like you look at all these people who share the articles and the Facebook news, and then you click on it, and it's not even the same name as the headline that was on there just because that site's trying to get clicks. And you have people like I see people in my parents' like age range because when they grew up, all they had were like books and this and that, and it was all like actual credible knowledge. And I don't think they understand that, like, but was it though? Uh, I don't know. That's very true. That's very true. I don't know. I just know that their their application to information was a lot less. Like the mm-hmm. amount that you could search X, Y, and Z, there were a lot less results to it. And a lot of them did books and a lot of them did X, Y, and Z. And yeah. now it's like there's so much information and knowledge that just isn't true like at all and people just think it's true because it's on the internet and and that's like a huge problematic source as well and i don't know it's it's shit show we're in a shit show period right now and even though like our lives are getting better and i think everybody's lives are getting better Mm because the vaccine and things opening i think it's the best time to ever be alive you know yeah 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 and and i mean there's technological society yeah (laughs) And like, there's so many cool things that are happening. I mean, I'm not going to put fucking Neuralink in my brain anytime soon. But I would do that. You would? Heck oh. Yeah. Sign me up, number one. Number At one. Elon, let's do this, bro. Elon, let me be your guinea pig. Let's go. I'm not afraid of computers. Ugh. I know how they operate. So I'm not worried about it. And you're going to die no matter what. You like, are. You are. Maybe this gives me a chance to never die. Oh my god. I think we'll see that before the end of our time. Our lifetimes, yeah. Is is the the preservance of like youth or like That would definitely adult. be the most expensive thing that you could purchase in the world though. Oh yeah. 
I think we also, I mean, I don't know, maybe not in our lifetime, but I definitely think that another planet will be like colonized at like, or like start to like the, the efforts which have already started to start colonizing like another planet away from earth will happen. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just wonder like, like, it's like, I don't know, like, yeah, yeah, it would happen. I I was just thinking like, would we find out that something else is already colonized that's true. Um, I feel like something just happened in space the other day that was like crazy. Like something collided, or we stored like millions of DNA samples somewhere. And it got me thinking, like, what if like like another civilization had reached that point to like where we are? And they're like storing, you know, like for safety backup human DNA on the moon, right? And then like an asteroid hit that moon and then it soared through the galaxy and hit our planet what we live on now with like dna and that come you know and that's how where humans came from like i wouldn't be surprised could we be doing this right now setting that up because i feel like we just did that like two weeks ago like we need to you know how we we have like the all the seeds yeah that one place down in antarctica or something like that yeah norway in the frozen area like Mm -hmm. i feel like they were they were putting dna of humans and like stem cells and shit like that on the moon to preserve it. So he's so crazy. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, we're definitely, if anyone thinks we're the only like life being in our universe, I think that's a really uneducated statement. I definitely think there's other forms of life out there. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I, regardless of like the UFO run-ins or whatever happens here, I definitely think that there is another like entity out there and like being out there. And, and I think it's going to be really interesting because it won't happen in our lifetime, but I think about it all the time with my kids with like, I don't know. I think climate change is like pretty fucking real and scary and like the way that it's going and like the length that it's going, you know, and accelerating at like makes me think about like, Oh, like what I want to bring kids who are potentially going to live another hundred years, like into this world. Like I, I just don't know where our country would sit at like 150 years from now. Yeah. It's weird. Like is having kids selfish? I don't want to have kids. Let me just put that out there. I'm just saying, Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, what do you mean? Is it selfish? Like in the sense of, is well, there okay, be a the way you earth? put it, like the way you put it, like bringing a kid into this world because of its problems would be like bad yeah. for them, you know? Mm-hmm. So like the only reason that you would have a kid is to bring that fulfillment to your life of purpose or, or something like that. So like, is it just selfish to do that? I don't Probably know. I, I, don't I have know. a dog. I, I already have my purpose. My purpose yeah. is, 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 <laughs> figured out already dog stuff and doggo that's all (laughs) i need i'm gonna get like three more dogs before i would ever have a kid um i've ever had a cat have i ever had a cat i had a cat when i was young we had two cats and my first animal was a cat jj and james they were good they were good uh kittens cats in general i forget like the mannerisms of a cat because dogs are so different you know dogs are yeah dogs are really different i used to have a dog i got a dog when she was a puppy Mm -hmm. and um i loved her so much how old are you 24 yeah so I, i think i was like 22 when i got her um and I love dogs. I thought cats were dumb. Like, why would you ever have a cat? Like, you walk in the house, it doesn't even greet you type, you know? Um, yeah. 
dog is your best friend. He's always there for you. Always there. And then, and then I got a cat and my entire, like, or I started living with cats and my entire viewpoint changed on it. Like a dog requires so much of your time and energy that it feels like you base your life around the dog. Like, Oh, I, you know, can't be out tonight all night because I have to go home and feed my dog and let him out. Um, and with a cat, you don't have that type of, um, responsibility at all. And it's very like relieving. I think maybe, maybe it was because I had a dog and then working with cat or like having cats now is just like so much easier. Mm -hmm. Um, and then like, it's the affection thing too. Right. In the beginning I was like, well, like cats don't even give you affection. Like they're, it's only when they want. Right. And that's dumb. Like this is my dog or my pet. Like I want them to come up to me when I call them. Yeah. When you actually do get the affection though, it's so much more genuine and like it feels real, you know, like mm-hmm. it, it feels more like a human because like you can't just like be like, hey, come here, like give me affection right now all day long to another human. It just doesn't work like that, no. you know? Yeah. And I don't know, like I just like the cats. I like their like their vibe more, you know? They make you like they make you care more even though you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I totally understand. Like, I would have never been able to get a dog, adopt a dog without having a boyfriend or without having like somebody else in the household. I think about that all the time too. I like want to make a tweet about it, but like, I don't know. I just have been like tweeting about like music stuff and that's like it because I'm just like over Twitter in general. Um, like so many artists got like dogs like during this time. And I'm just like, I hope you guys like plan on like taking care of the dog when you're like back on tour, like for six months or like on a bus tour. And like, I I get it. Like you can always like, there's so many awesome like dog sitter, like companies and stuff. And like that's... And everybody has friends too that would love to take an animal for a weekend. Exactly. And I just like hope people like put that as a priority. Um, But yeah. With a cat, you wouldn't even have to worry about it. You could just put the cat out back. Yeah, yeah. You could just <laughs> go, go play your short you just shows bring on the, the weekend. Cat with fill you. up a whole thing of food bowl. Yeah, yeah. Fill just... the whole bowl of food and like they're fine. They yeah. love being outside, honestly. My cats, yeah, used to go and like wander and then they would just like come back. Mm-hmm. I could never do that with a dog. I would have a heart attack. No, you can't. I was do that just with like my mom used to do that with our fucking beagle. She would be like, Okay, Charlie, like you can go and just come back later. And he would always come back. What? And, and <laughs> my mom told me that my mom would be like, when I got a cure, she's like, he'll come back. Like I used to let Charlie just wander all the time. I'm like, what the fuck mom? Like, I don't know. Oh. I don't feel, I feel, I feel like dogs aren't like that. They're too like, they're, they're like, they're like all oh, squirrel. Oh, food. Ooh. Literally. My dog has crazy eyes. Like all the time. She's like squirrel, lizard, Food, person, car. Oh, yeah, there's like a bunch of lizards down there. I'm sure that's oh, like. Oh my awesome. god, that's Bird all she wants. She she almost got one one time, and she was so happy. And then all she did was take off the tail. She was she was Aww. super sad. I saw but, a video the other day of like some. There was a guy who was like, "Oh my god, look at this lizard!" And he like touched the lizard, and then the tail just like shot off and started wiggling everywhere. <laughs> and the lizard was frozen the entire time. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I love animals, though. We don't deserve them. They're so much better than us. I yeah, hope they really we, are. You know, like, they're just so pure. I feel like everyone at one point should own an animal in their life. Like, I feel like it gives you, like, a very... 
Like it gives you just a different perspective mm-hmm. on things when you're, when you have something to take care of. I think it's great for like people our age if you're not like on the go 24 seven, you know? Yeah. And like you can even still have a cat and still be on the go as long as somebody's there Definitely. to feed it. There's a lot of animals you can get like that. Like rabbits are really pet, really good pets actually. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of fuck shit up, but that like teaches they you do. to like pick, you know, it, like you're like, okay, I got to take care of things. Cause yeah. <laughs> things just yeah. don't exist because they exist, you know? Yeah. So. You know, you know, Ugh. but, um, when's your next tune coming out? You got a release date. You got a, you got a, uh, an, an interesting, you know, I mean, I have like 30 finished songs right now. It's amazing. Make a showcase. No, I, I don't, don't know. Maybe don't do that. People will rip them. <laughs> I didn't put my showcase anywhere but YouTube because I was like, people literally go in there and they do a YouTube to whatever converter and they rip them. Yeah. I don't care if people steal my music, actually. That's not a big thing to me. Um, yeah. I've like, st- like, I gotta be real, I don't think I've ever paid for a single person song. Yeah. yeah I've, but I've, I mean, I've, I've exclusively yeah. pirated everything that I've ever like consumed on the computer. I steal. <laughs> I don't. I've been paid for. I don't. I don't even want to say this. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> I still good. I get it. Actually, everything on the computer, like I don't even pay for Windows. Do you, do you have a PC? <laughs> like, <laughs> it starts right there, and anything after that, I'm definitely not paying for. I'm about to make the switch to PC land. Nice. Um, because right now I have a desktop, like an Apple desktop and an Apple the laptop, iMac or the Mac Mini. The the I have the MacBook. Air, and then I have this is like a legitimate desktop, like a big desktop Apple one. It's from when I was in like middle school. Oh, but like, Mac, is it a Mac Pro? It's uh, stay right there, stay right there. Or is it an iMac? I'm pulling it up about this Mac. It is a, I don't know. It says Mac OS High Sierra iMac. iMac, there you go. iMac, yeah. So iMac. it's just like a, it's a screen that you plug yeah. the things into the back. Yeah. So like, yeah. yeah. So like, it's it's cool. Like, it has huge storage space. So your life is about your life is going to change because I hope so. Because every time I try and stream, it fucking crashes. Like, if I do anything on Ableton, yeah, goes by, and I can't do that anymore. And I want to be able to like, because it's been cool being able to produce here, but like, I can't just only be producing here. Like, I want to be able to produce on my laptop. So. I think the Alienware like laptop for PC is the way we're gonna go. So I can take it with me and do that's whatever. A, that's a decent one. What would you recommend? Like, what would you say? Because I don't want to build. I don't want to build desktop. I want to have one thing, like that I can just plug into a monitor or I can take with me. So here's the thing about laptops when it comes to computers: they are hot. Yeah, they're hot. They're yeah. they're like extremely hot. Um, your iMac and your MacBook Air, like the wattage, like the amount of power that it uses is like 65 watts. Okay. Like a PC laptop can pull like 400 watts. It's like legitimately ridiculously powered if you get that type of shit. Yeah. So how much do you want to spend on a laptop? See, so I have like one to two grand. Okay. Your best bet would be get a productivity laptop, not a gaming laptop. Okay. For production? Yes. Okay. Okay. Like, I can send you some that, that yeah, would be no, good. You don't please. need a graphics card in there particularly. No, I don't. Um, 
if you're going to be doing streaming, like a capture thing, have you seen the Elgato 4K little uh, capture card they have? It's I have like the, one. Uh, I have one. I literally have one. My boyfriend got one. Camlink? Yes. Camlink, yeah, okay. Yeah, that, with that... And you just plug into the back, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That doesn't use side, like any real system power. It like kind of does it on its own. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like the main thing about laptops is they're just like really hot. They're 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 not actually like sit on your lap computers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a MacBook is a MacBook is like you can sit on the couch and just kind of like and just chill like with do whatever. It. And I and I yeah. plan to keep the MacBook, the MacBook, yeah. but like I can't produce on it. You know. Yeah. So would when I be able to producing produce on a laptop? Like your legs will burn off. Okay. So, so, but with the productivity PC, but that lap, that laptop, I'd still be able to produce with no problem and stream with no problem. Yeah, absolutely. It's like okay. designed to do things like that. It's not designed to play games. It was like, it's weird because like they all use like the same parts. It's just like how they use them in the computer. Like, you'll pay like $500 for a graphics card and a gaming laptop that you're never going to actually use, you know? Yeah. And I think that getting something that doesn't have anything like that and never worrying about graphics in your laptop, which I think is good because you don't play games. Yeah, no. But people will try and sell you on that because that's where you get performance. Like, okay. Is if you have, you know, a good graphics card in your computer, there's likely going to be other parts that are really good too. And yeah. that's why people just jump for that. But, okay. um, you know, we could get around that and I'll suggest some stuff. MSI makes really yeah. great computers that are cheaper and based on like productivity or like workstations they call them so oh that's dope yes i'm definitely gonna message you i appreciate that because it's definitely like a i've been mac user since i've been like 13 years old so Mm -hmm. this is like the the jump and i just think it's it's like i I might as well like do it now rather than like later when everything's like back up to ramp because i just feel like this computer is about to take like a shit on me and i have everything backed up i have like multiple hard drives but i think it's just like time to yeah. get something a little bit more inept because well, just I like will help you, yes. I will help you upgrade. Thank you, totally. I greatly appreciate it. Well, dude, thank you so much for coming on to talk today. I'm yeah, like happy that I got to catch up with you. I really hope that like we're all vibing. I'm gonna go to Lost Lands. I'm gonna this 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 like solidify. I've been then. I've been literally just like thinking about it on and off ever since I saw him post that like two weeks ago or something. And I'm just like, do you just do it? Do you just like pull the pull the card mm-hmm. and just go? Mm-hmm. And I think that's just like what I need to do. Um, but yeah, for everybody. Honestly, I bet you me, if you go, yeah. you would DJ there. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, okay, because I saw that too. Like everybody got pulled up on sound camps and like all this yeah. stuff, and like everyone's just there, like chilling. Yeah, and I'm just it's, like, it's all the right, vibe. you got to do it. Okay, it's the all right. Dubstep homeland. Dubstep homeland. Lost lands. 2021. Yep. Amazing statement. Um, thank you so much, Mr. Robert. Everyone listening, please check out Computer's music. He's got Hello. bangers on the way. New EP on Bass Rush. Hell yeah. Yeah, Thank I'm going to put out a new song soon, too. So yes, we will. We will. I'll link all your shit below. Thank you so much for coming on today. I'm just going to stop recording real quick. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the EXO Podcast. Do not forget that you can visit my Patreon at www.patreon.com backslash this is Lizzie Jane to gain access to ad-free podcast episodes a day early as well as the opportunity to become an XO Patreon producer where I give you shout outs, you can ask questions to the guests on the podcast and much, much more. So do not forget to visit my newly launched Patreon at www.patreon.com backslash this is 
is Lizzie Jane. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week and I will see you next time.